Hi everyone, this is Tim Martinez, Impact Healthcare's uh, co-founder and CEO. I'm happy to share with you all that I'll be conducting a weekly interview style employee spotlight uh, so that we can all get to know each other a little bit better and hear directly from the amazing people that make up this organization. I'm excited to, to, to do these interviews and I hope uh, you enjoy them. This week's spotlight is on Fran Walker, seven-year MPAC veteran, one of the OG NPs, and a jack of all trades. Let's get to know Fran. Hi. What's up? How's it going? Good. How are you? I'm good. All right. Um, let's go back to the very, very beginning, which for you goes back to basically the beginning of MPAC. We probably started talking to you in, we absolutely started talking in 2014 for sure. Because you started yeah. in January of 15. Right. All right. So baby MPAC, baby <laughs> we probably had a total of like four or five employees. Mm -hmm. um, if you can remember all the way back then, why did you decide to join what at the time was this rinky dink trying to figure it out um group trying to try to improve healthcare for our seniors um well i think in the beginning i mean i didn't know it was rinky dink or that you didn't <laughs> know really exactly what you guys were doing um so you fooled me um no. <laughs> but seriously i the interview that I went on was, you know, felt like I was just talking to you and Jason, like we were buddies. Um, it was no pressure. Everyone was nice and friendly. And I think being from a small town, I really liked that. Um, everyone in the office, you know, just kind of felt like it was a small company, which it was. And, um, you know, just, I felt like I fit in, um, I knew I wanted to work in the post-acute space, um, which you probably remember, but I did mm -hmm. a clinical um, actually at a building I ended up working at um, with a bigger company, but they did similar, like they were similar to us. Mm -hmm. And um, I just had an awesome preceptor. So she made me fall in love with everything um, that is post-acute. And so I found you all on Indeed and then the interview and you hired me. So the rest is history. Well, it's been, it's been a long winding road of history. You've, I, as I introduced you before you jumped on, I was trying to think of like all the different things you've done. I don't even know your title right now, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure it fits what, what all you're doing. Um, <laughs> but I sort I described you as a jack of all trades. So you, you, you came on, to become a day-to-day -day provider and actually stepped into a building just temporarily to help out. Um, Javel was hired in because that building had a lot of Russian speakers. And then you transitioned to what was supposed to be your permanent building, which um, uh, was permanent for a minute. Um, but then you became kind of a firefighter. Um, we had a, a building that needed some additional support and you tackled that and got everybody in shape. And then there was another one with the University of Chicago geriatric groups um, that kept chewing up NPs and spitting them out like crazy because it was a very tough, tough building, tough patient population. 
um, and then you transitioned to head up the telehealth program, which has been going awesome. And now you're now part of the part of the team developing the psych program. Yep. What what haven't you done here? I'm not sure. I don't know how I got to this spot. That's what I keep thinking to myself. Like, I mean, even as a floor nurse, I, I never wanted to do management. I didn't think that I would be good at it. I, you know, I knew I was, I felt confident in patient care, confident in, you know, bedside. So to almost two years in, in this position, um, it's kind of surreal. I'm still learning. Thankfully for all of my, you know, colleagues and leaders in the company, um, I have plenty of people to go to, and I've just learned a lot about the other side of MPAC, not just patient care. Let's go back to patient care for a second, and I guess I'll ask you the same question I ask everybody. What, what in your mind sticks out as something pretty meaningful or memorable for you when you were a direct provider on a day-to-day basis, if you'd be willing to share? Yeah. Um, I did think about this a lot. I mean, there's, there's so many patients um, and so many people that I've worked with. Um, I do have to mention Dr. Susicol, who, um, you know, I worked with, he is a geri- he was a geriatrician in Chicago and he was amazing at patient care. And he did so many wonderful things for all of our patients um, at Warren Bar Gold Coast, um, um, Warren Bar South Loop, right? Mm-hmm. And then was at a couple other buildings with us here and there. And um, he, along with me, we, we helped so many patients. He always took the time to meet with the families and would bring me along. And we were just a great team. Um, so I just have to mention him because he kind of like formed my um, career a little bit, gave me the confidence that I needed. Um, but then most recently, um, you know, just being at Symphony of South Shore in you know, February, March of 2020, when COVID came and we really didn't know anything, what to do, where to go. Mm -hmm. Um, The physicians and I spent seven days a week for about three weeks there. Um, You know, thankfully my parents were able to take my daughter and we did things from feeding the residents. I took patients' vitals. I cleaned rooms um, when they didn't have people to work there and just seeing how everyone came together um, for the, the patients came together, the families came together, and then all of the staff there. Um, so I will never forget that. Um, and just the, you know, resilience that everyone had um, at Symphony of South Shore. And, you know, to mention that the ongoing resilience of our providers with an impact that are still working like this day to day at the bedside. So it's unbelievable. Two years in. Two years. Yep. Crazy. Crazy. <clears throat> um, shifting now into kind of this, the new realm you've found yourself in over the last couple of years, starting with, starting with telehealth. Um, anything surprise you as you've gotten sort of on this side of things or um, something that sticks out in your mind as, as um, meaningful? I, I know you were hesitant about um, the telehealth role. You, you, you claim to not be very tech savvy, but as we talked about it, it was, look, we have a tech partner that worries about the actual technology and like how to build it and how it should work. What we need is somebody who knows the process, knows what happens in the buildings on a day-to-day and what's going to be utilized, what isn't, why it's not going to be utilized. And so, um, so you, you agreed to take on the challenge and you've been rocking it ever since. Um, 
I think that what surprised me is, you know, I think if I was still in a building and someone came and said, you have to use telehealth right now, you know, there's no other option. Um, I'd be like, no way. Like these patients are not going to be able to utilize this. This is silly. But after covering (laughs) telehealth (laughs) evenings and weekends and days for the last year, um, it's the, the patients actually do participate. It takes two. So it takes an MPAC provider who is willing and, um, you know, positive, um, and flexible, but it also takes the building staff and the patients. And when, then when you get to see them and they're, they're able to talk to you, um, and you can help them without making them go to the hospital, it's very rewarding. And I am, you know, pleasantly surprised. Of course there's challenges, but there's challenges even when you're in person. So, um, you know, I think it, there's a, a future, um, and I think we found a good um, process because it's not for all the time, you know, it's not for every encounter and every patient, but, um, you know, it's a really great supplemental um, platform that we've developed. I think I'm proud. You should be. Um, and I am too. Uh, it's, it's funny, the conversations I have, you know, around telehealth, it's be- it, beca- it started becoming like kind of a cachet term and then um everybody tried avoiding going face-to-face to provide patient care and tried leveraging telehealth throughout the pandemic um we our team did not do that um so i'm careful when i use the word telehealth around groups because they sort of you know give, give me the side eye they're like oh you're just going to pull the bait and switch on us like everybody else or like you think telehealth is a solution to everything um, so I'm very careful to make sure that they know that we are an on-site provider first and foremost, and we're very, very bullish on telehealth. However, as a tool to supplement, right? Not as the replacement of, and we've seen that it works really, really well in those cases. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what I try to highlight. And, and it's, I believe it to be true. Um, it's sort of the best of all worlds, right? We can't be there all the time. Yeah. Um, and, and if we didn't have a tool like, like telehealth to supplement, then yeah, those patients are going to the hospital, which is what we're trying to avoid. So exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Real time. So it does work. (laughs) Yeah. And and we've got involved with it first to, to extend care into rural communities that have such a hard time just getting access to care period. And now, um, we obviously do do a lot of that still, but there's applicability even in non-rural settings. So it's it's been really cool to see that develop. And um, I'm happy with the, the, the direction we've gone in. Um, I think we have a unique technology service offering that nobody else has. Um, and it's a lot easier to use. Yeah, agreed. All right. Um, seven years in, seven years plus now. Yeah seven years in a month and two days, probably. Yeah. You're, you're better at math than me. <laughs> it's seven years, a month and two days. Um, day-to-day provider for a while. Um, been leading telehealth the last couple of years. Like I mentioned before, now part of the team developing our psych program that's going to get rolled out. According to you, even though I try to warn you that you're being too aggressive, you said April 1st at the latest. So I said, fine. Um, Uh (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know CCM is is on your plate to um, 
to look at and see if we can we can do something with that and a bunch of other things. Um, what ultimately um, what ultimately keeps you at Impact, even though you did try to leave uh, because you moved out of uh, out of the state, um, but we figured out how to make it work. So what keeps you at Impact? <laughs> Thank goodness. Um, <laughs> Well, I mean, this dates back all, all the way to the beginning, but it's, it's ultimately the people. Um, I mean, I don't want to take away from the patient care and all of the great things that we are doing as providers um, with an impact, but, you know, from the very beginning, my first month when, like you mentioned, I was going far out um, to Arlington Heights, uh, and I didn't even really like to leave the city limits. So, Every Friday, either you or Jason would call me to do like a wellness check, make sure I was surviving. Um, I started in my very first building with Marie, who was amazing, even though she left for a little bit. Um, now I'm working day to day with her. Irene was actually my DON at my very first building and then my DON at another building. So she, And now she works with MPAC. Um, just day to day, Justin... Eileen, Shauna, Christian, all the people who have helped me transition in this role and kept me in this role. Um, you know, I can't ask for a better group of people to work with. Um, and then uh, that goes all the way up to you and uh, Mike and everyone at the top too. Awesome. Well, um, I'm glad we figured out how to make it work when you did move, um, out of Illinois. Um, and, uh, you are absolutely our rock in the telehealth program. I, it's it's been awesome to see that develop and you develop into that role so um obviously appreciate all your contributions to impact and um being a part of the team and rowing the boat oh and we need more parties that's that's another reason why i like impact parties <laughs> we haven't we haven't been allowed to have parties in the last couple of years but, i know soon uh, they'll come back yeah yeah maybe this summer we'll start bringing up well the, the regional parties are happening but but I'm not in, a, I'm not really in a region. So I know me either. I don't get invited to those either. <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time and yep. sharing your thoughts. The, the non, non-buttoned up professional friend. Yeah. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Tim. I appreciate it. Awesome. Yeah. I appreciate you. Thank you.